A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey guys, Matt Donald here. Just letting you know once again that I now have a Patreon. I mean, now. I say now. It's been a while. But, you know, I'm just like, I like to let people know. Uh, at patreon.com slash matthewdonald. There you can find bonus content for both the Ritwit and Paleobites, my two podcasts, although I'm a bit slacking on Ritwit content. I need to post some more stuff there, but there's plenty of Paleobite stuff at least, and that's the show you're hearing this in front of, so that's what matters. But there's plenty of bonus content in general. For Paleobites, we look at different pop culture featuring prehistoric animals, and this month we're talking about Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, the fifth installment of the Jurassic Park series and the second installment of the new Jurassic World trilogy. That's good stuff. Also, my uh, nephew, my 10-year-old nephew, is the co-host, so that's pretty cute, right? He's nice. He's a good co-host. And also, that movie, like a lot of people hate it, I love it. I think it's great stuff. Link to the Patreon is in the description. Thank you for your support, and have a wonderful rest of your day! I can't sing. I can't even hold a note. Roar! Growl! Snarl! Bellow! Welcome to Paleobites, the podcast that takes a journey back to a lost time when podcasts have any etiquette or purpose whatsoever. My name is Matthew Dahl, and each week I and a rotating series of guest co-hosts talk about and rate a genus of prehistoric animal, be it dinosaur, mammal, arthropod, and so on. This week I'm joined by a good friend of mine, a newcomer to the show, and she's really yeah. big in the theater business, but knows Correct. nothing about dinosaurs, but she's here like a trooper. Yeah! Laura Owsley, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm good. We're recording in this new fancy studio that's... Yes, yes, we were just commenting about how neither of us feel like we are fancy enough to be sitting here. Right. I definitely should have brought my three-piece suit. Oh, that would have been nice. I don't even have a three-piece suit. I don't either, but I could bring one probably. (laughs) (laughs) I remember I went to Men's Warehouse once to try and get one, and it's like, this will be $4,000. I'm like, what? Oh, I know. (laughs) For a thing I'll wear, like, once? No. I know, I went to Kohl's to just get, like, a normal pantsuit once and was like, this is going to cost me more than an actual dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, could you mind moving your mic, rotating your microphone a little bit towards you there? there. Perfect. Yeah, see, there we go. So you can see us there. I think you're the bottom one. Ooh, fancy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, I like to begin uh, every host's first episode by asking them, what is their favorite dinosaur? If they have one. <sighs> So, every time somebody asks me this question, I always say pterodactyl, and then they always tell me 
Pterodactyl's not technically a dinosaur. You know, this podcast is all about all different types of prehistoric animals, so I'll accept it with the caveat See? that you know it's not a dinosaur. So I, I know it's not a dinosaur. I don't know what it is, but I know it's not a dinosaur. It's a pterosaur, which is a close relative of a dinosaur. So, it's a pterosaur. Yes. Um, hmm. So uh, the archosaurs are this big super order of reptiles. Hmm. That uh, includes uh, three major groups, Dinosauria, Crocodilia, oh. and Pterosauria. So crocodiles are dinosaurs. They're very closely related, more so than other reptiles. Or crocosaurs. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so um, out of those, uh, Dinosauria is still alive in the form of birds. Like, oh. they're, they're the survivors of Dinosauria. Um right. And uh, there's no more pterosaurs left, and Crocodilia is, of course, still around. But oh, that's not terrifying at all. Yeah. None of this is terrifying. The y- fact that you know a lot of people, you know, say crocodiles are like modern day dinosaurs, and they're honestly not far off. Like they're uh. they're they're not dinosaurs, but they're very closely related. So yeah, I feel like I see that myth go through the internet every once in a while. It's like dinos or crocodiles are just like cockroaches and are the closest thing to dinosaurs we have. And... Just like cockroaches. Because you can't kill a cockroach, you can't kill a crocodile. Yeah, have you heard of that one crocodile uh, that's in the Nile? He's infamous. His name is Gustave, I think. <laughs> that's a fantastic name. <laughs> yeah. So the thing about reptiles is that they keep growing as they get older. They never oh, stop yeah. growing. Mm-hmm. This one's like 40 or 50 years old, which is freaking ancient for a crocodile. Yeah. He's like 25 feet long, and he's got like at least three or four human murders on his hands. Oh, lovely. So The Jeffrey Dahmer of crocodiles, <laughs> if you will. Nice. Yeah, so yeah, he's infamous. He's. I think it's funny that he's got a name, but he's a wild animal, and so they talk about like Gustav sightings or something. <laughs> you know, it's just a slightly more threatening Nessie. That's all. Basically. Nessie... <laughs> Is very shy though, so I guess that's Nessie's all right. Right, right. Nessie probably does not have three to four murders on her hands. Probably not. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> Who knows though? That's true. That's very true. Nessie's been around for a long time. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of actually nothing that we're talking about, we're not even talking about a crocodile. We're not talking about a pterosaur. We're not talking about a dinosaur. We're talking about a mammal, specifically a dog relative. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about amphicyon, I think is how you pronounce it, or ambiguous dog is what it means. Ambiguous dog. It is uh, amphicyonide carnivore, colloquially known as bear dogs. That's Ooh. its family. It is six to eight. Here, you can follow along if you want. Here, if, if you, I, don't know, I can't read. Okay. I just never learned. <laughs> okay, good to know. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see, I'll, I'll do sign language from now on if I want to. Perfect. <laughs> that I can tell. Here, watch. Uh, no, I'm not going to oh. give you the finger. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're nice. I'm never going to do that. Or am I? No, I'm not. <laughs> uh, size, 6 to 8 feet slash 2 to 2.5 meters long, 1,100 to 1,400 pounds Ooh. slash 500 to 630 kilograms. It's a lot of dog food. It is. <laughs> a, quite a lot of dog food for a big dog. Diet, omnivore, like most oh. dogs. I tried. Yeah. Time, Early Miocene to late Pliocene. So after the Cretaceous, which is when the dinosaurs died out, you have two big periods: the pa- uh, I guess three: the ne- the Paleogene, hmm. the Neogene, and then the Quaternary, which is the one we're in now. Huh. And they're all divided into sub smaller epochs. Right. Okay. So um, there is the first one after the dinosaurs is called the Paleocene. 
then there was the Eocene, then the Oligocene, then the Miocene, then the Pliocene. Then the next one is famous because it's the Ice Age. It's the Pleistocene. Pleistocene? It's P-L-E-I-S-T-O-C-E-N-E, I think. Right. And then after the Ice Age ended, there was the Holocene, which has happened 10,000 years ago to, depending on who you ask, either now or we're in a new one caused by humans, activity called the Anthropocene. Anthropocene. It's like anthropology, you know? Oh. So, um... It's, uh, yeah, so that might have started in, like, the Industrial Revolution. I like to think we're in the Anthropocene, so. I mean, in the history of the world, the Industrial Revolution was not that long ago. No, exactly, especially geologically speaking. Yeah, and then, you know. Right, but the Miocene to late Pliocene, so this is 17 to 2.5 million years ago, so it's quite a big range. Mm. It's almost 15 million years. Uh, location here. Listen to this: North America, Europe, yes. Asia, and Af- Af- Africa. Sweet, all the great places for dogs, <laughs> except for Australia. <laughs> the the dingoes, you know. The... Right, 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 right. <laughs> I guess most countries that are not Antarctica is a good place for dogs. Well, I've seen eight below. It's not. It's pretty bad for dogs, but some of them survived. <laughs> yeah, I. Ref- since the age of like seven have refused to watch movies where the dog dies there's actually a website called does the dog die at the end that's amazing and i am going to look that up the second we get done recording and the nice thing is it's not just about that specific thing if you're worried about anything that a movie might have it has it in categories like if you're a big arachnophobe it tells you all the times there's a spider in a movie like sometimes like so no harry potter yeah well even like ones you don't expect like i i'm a big arachnophobe and i went to see uh, the lego movie two Oh, yeah. Um, and there's a scene where he gets thrown under where the washing machine is. He's like, oh, things can't be too bad. Then out of nowhere, a gi- a, uh, it's not giant. It's a normal size spider. But for a Lego person, it's giant. Cute, giant. Just crawls over him. I'm like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I would have no. loved to have been warned about that. <laughs> Why couldn't that have been a dinosaur? This would have been so much better. <laughs> there were dinosaurs in that movie, actually, in the Lego movie, too. I definitely watched all of Lego Movie 2 and was not dealing with screaming children at the time. Oh, that's true. Okay, okay, so it was described in 1924. Uh, Pop culture appearances. An earlier relative is seen in the documentary Walking with Prehistoric Beasts. I don't know if you're familiar with the Walking with Dinosaurs sort of Hmm. thing. It's pretty cool. It's like a nature documentary, but it uses CGI to to make the animals. It's pretty cool. And like every prehistoric animal, it's in the mobile game, Jurassic World, the game. It's like Love a mo- it. mobile game where you build your own Jurassic World and, you know, you have to pay a lot of money to continue to get, like, tokens to continue things. So you have to wait right, right. hours to before anything gets, you know, that right, kind of Right, level. Watch an ad to get three tokens yeah. or pay $2 to get 7,000 tokens. Yes. And you're like, oh, 7,000, that's so many. I mean, that's no harm in yeah, spending it's, $2. It's $2. And then hundreds of dollars later, you're like, where did this all go wrong? And then all of a sudden you're like, wait, internet is due on the 8th. <laughs> Crap. <laughs> okay, so Amphicyon, I think. I, I, I'm probably butchering the pronunciation. Amphicyon, I don't know. Uh. I don't know. You like dogs? Yes. I, uh, <laughs> no, I don't like dogs. No, you hate dogs. <laughs> I am famously against dogs. I'm famously <laughs> against dogs. Uh, no, so I've always loved dogs. Uh, my parents always tell me that apparently they went to a parent-teacher conference when I was in, like, second grade. Yeah. And the teacher turned to them and said, just, just get the girl a damn dog. 
That's all she talks about. Just get the girl a damn dog. It's a dog. Nice. <laughs> and did you get the damn dog? Not for another like two years. Oh, but eventually. Okay. I did eventually the... you got the damn dog. Eventually I got the damn dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so I do a lot of like dog walking and pet sitting. Yeah. Uh, so right now it's been in the post-quarantine and quarantine era. It's been this like, but all my dog walking clients. Right. Like, you're sad for the financial aspect, but you're also sad because you grow very attached to all of these dogs. <laughs> no, exactly. Oh, by the way, as a heads up, um, uh, I record these way in advance because I have a whole yeah. bookload. So this will probably come out in September. So who knows when quarantine, what, what the status of, if there'll be cool. a second wave or if it'll all be over, you know. Cool, cool. So when the world is over in September, <laughs> you guys can hear me gush about dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're recording <laughs> this in June, by the way, so. Just as a peek behind the curtain. Yes, just a little peek into why we're so cavalier about the end of the world. Right. All right, so you like dogs. Of course you do. Everyone loves dogs. You like bears? Yeah. I mean, bear cubs are cute, although the adults can be pretty freaking terrifying. True, true. I do like bears. I grew up going to the mountains a lot with my family, and so it was like, they're really cute from afar. Yeah, from a distance. Right. Yeah, uh, but what about a combination of the two, huh? Uh, uh. You know, I <laughs> I love the idea of having a dog the size of a bear. See, that's what the Amphicyanidae family of mammals essentially is. See, the carnivora order of mammals includes bears, dogs, cats, seals, mustelids, you know, that kind of thing. Hmm. You know what mustelids are? They're like uh, no. skunks, weasels, badgers, wolverines, <laughs> otters. Interesting. Yeah. It's a cool family that a lot of people seem to forget. Um, of these, dogs and bears are actually pretty closely related, uh, oddly enough. And the Amphicyanidae family is related to both, although slightly more dog than bear. This is why they're informally known as bear dogs. <laughs> this is counterbalanced by the related family Hemicyanidae, which are informally known as dog bears, <laughs> which are slightly <laughs> more bear than dog. <laughs> so- can you tell the difference easily, or is it like a 50-50 shot when you go one up to them one of them? One of them is a little bit bulkier, I guess, and okay. likes honey and wears just a red shirt. Right, 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 right. <laughs> no pants, just a red shirt. No pants, red shirt says, oh, bother. <laughs> uh. <laughs> okay, so... References, adult references. Yeah, these are grown-up references. Yeah, these are for... <laughs> kids only i don't know i think a l a a mill which is the author of the original book of winnie the pooh he was really upset that winnie the pooh overshadowed all of his work because he wrote a lot of stuff for adults that he was mm. later like oh look at this other stuff everybody stop caring about the damn pooh bear <laughs> sort of like the sherlock holmes hey i'm ryan reynolds recently i asked mint mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Right. Fiasco, I just blanked on the author name. Uh, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. Thank you. Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, who, did you know, was also super into spiritualism. Really? Yeah. We're actually going to talk a little bit about him. Not in this episode, but in the later one we're doing today. of recording a bunch of them. Uh, yeah, we'll get to that. Um, but so, uh, Amphicyon was a fairly successful genus, uh, lasting over 14 million years, which made it live past its relatives that evolved into true dogs. So that's neat. The more you know. Yeah, like, uh... So, wait, my golden doodle is actually just a giant bear dog prehistoric creature. Yeah, basically, he's an Amphicyon. (laughs) Explains a lot. (laughs) Uh, like, but that really, like... That really, that the whole thing of it evolved back um, b- beyond its when its cousins evolved into true dogs. It really puts, uh, stomps the whole argument of if humans evolved from apes, why are apes still around? You know. Right, right. <laughs> you know, oh, the, kind of... the the fun things. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, but yeah, that 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 argument it really stomps us at the curb. But then again, people use that argument to not to be very scientifically minded anyway. You know, <laughs> uh, it's. Interesting that it reminds me of one of my few dinosaur-related anecdotes. Yes! Uh, you were talking about this beforehand. Yes! I came into the studio. I was like, Matt, I have two dinosaur-related anecdotes. And here's one of them. And here is one, uh, which is really silly. Basically, when I was a kid, I thought that dinosaurs weren't real. Mm. Uh, because just like Santa Claus and the Tooth Fairy, yeah. other kids believed in them, and that's fine. But I'm smarter than that. Okay, so it wasn't for any of those religious reasons. Like they were, you, they were, they were put. The fossils were put there to test our faith. Well, right? they also weren't in like the Book of Genesis, right. which was the only book I had read. Right. And so I was like, well, if they're not in this book, where that was, the- yeah, that was written by people yeah right 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 if it's not in the first book of the bible they clearly can't be real right exactly (laughs) both my parents have master's degrees in theology and have told me that yeah there are dinosaurs in other parts of the bible laura but that Mm. was unimportant to a 10 year old me right right so i was older than i'd like to admit that's okay (laughs) it happens uh like uh i I remember i um i was was working at this coffee famous coffee shop that shall not be named i'm gonna edit it out when i almost edit there (laughs) Just for legal purposes. Coffee um, who shall not be named. Yes. <laughs> um, I was talking with a customer about uh, my dinosaur book that I'll talk about later. Uh, mm. And they were like, oh, dinosaurs are so cool. Like, there were there were so many giant creatures before the flood. And I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. I, I didn't, I, I mean, I just let him, her believe it. I, I just, I don't believe most of that stuff, so. Yeah, there, it's, <laughs> it is sort of an interesting thing to balance as an adult yeah have you ever seen the movie noah Mm-mm. it's it's interesting it's um there's a scene halfway through where it shows um it talks about the creation and the the passages is from the bible but the visuals are purely scientific oh. it's an interesting combining of both like interesting when when he says then god said let there be light it shows the big bang huh and then it shows the earth forming from the cosmic gas as like things began to take shape and then 
and then it showed the Earth, and then it even showed the the protoplanet Thea crashing into the to make the moon, which is the scientific theory behind it. And then it zooms in, and it shows life forming. But all the it's a really good combination of both. Hmm. Like so, that's pretty interesting. Noted. And you said it's called Noah. Noah. It's with Russell Crowe. It's not. It's an interesting movie. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm always for an interesting movie, especially these days when <laughs> we could all use some more interesting right. distractions. So, uh, uh, the Amphicyon genus hosted many different species within it. So, the Amphicyon genus, you know, it, it, mm. it was multiple species within it. Some living in certain places and certain times, which helped its widespread across time and space. You know, because as well as it being f- 15 million years around, it was also like all these different continents, too. So, it was all over the place. So, you're telling me that they were also space travelers? Yeah, that, that basically. Great. <laughs> they knew the doctor. They knew what was going on. <laughs> Sweet. The Russians weren't the first ones to put a dog in space. No, no. Uh, poor Laika. <laughs> oh, rip. <laughs> that makes me so sad. <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, I, re- I heard that, oh, no, they, she just ran out of oxygen and died. That's all that happened. And then like later I found out, no, she got cooked. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> again, things are blocked from my memory. <laughs> Sorry, I probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> Does the dog die in the end? Paleo bites episode. <laughs> uh, what episode? Is it? I think I'm. It's like 45. I think this is the episode that's going to be Ooh. based on my my list of things. So I'll add, I'll edit in what number it actually is if that turned out to be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just have like a spot here of paleo bites episode number 46 or 45 or 47. That would actually cover all my bases. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so. Um, we think that Amphicyon had a had a lifestyle similar to that of a grizzly bear, living a solitary life in the forests of old, although I'm not sure if it could climb trees. You know, can it play sports? Because my college like campus... Like Airbud. Right, like <laughs> Airbud. No, that's much better than what I was going with. But what were you going to say? I was just going to say that uh, my college mascot was the Grizzlies, and we were known uh, for our sports. Which, yeah. Yeah, uh, my college mascot was the Bears. So, hey, yay. where'd you go to college? <laughs> Wait, did we go to the same college? <laughs> uh, no, I went to U- University of Northern Colorado. So, Oh, no, I went to uh, Adams State University. Oh, yeah, I know that one. Okay. Opposite ends of the state. You know, I like it when when college sports names are more famous or not famous, more creative. Like there's one that's like the spiders. Hmm. That's kind of cool. That is kind of interesting. <laughs> well, there's why. A friend I knew from when I was younger, like a, a like a counselor that I knew, his high school team was like the Camels. <laughs> so I graduated from the same high school that my dad did, his dad did, and his dad did, uh, and maybe even his dad. Oh, really? Uh, so before before we were the Alamosa Mean Moose, <laughs> we were the Alamosa Maroons. Nice. The school mascot was a color. Oh, that's cool. Was it? I think Bugs Bunny sometimes says, eh, whatever maroon. <laughs> what a maroon. A <laughs> maroon. Yeah, what a maroon. That should have been the school, like, chant fight song. Yeah, what a maroon. <laughs> Go sports. <laughs> <laughs> Go sports. Spoken like someone who isn't into sports. <laughs> yeah, I know all the sport things. It's not like I've been cooped up in a dark theater building for most of my life. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So what do we think of Amphicyon? Would you like to have this one as a pet or as a temporary house city? Absolutely. I mean, only weighed 1,400 pounds and lived like a big scary bear. 
you know, I am looking into studio apartments right now, uh. but <laughs> I think that me and a what, three hundred pound dog, yeah, could probably coexist pretty easily. Uh, yeah, three hundred pound, yeah, That's yeah. A, like a baby emphasis. <laughs> <laughs> I could have it up to puppyhood, and then and then give it up. Get no, get creative and steal a house. Ah, okay, and use the empathy on to steal a house. Exactly, because, like I'll unleash this upon you, this bear dog upon you. If I showed up with a six hundred pound fully grown bear dog and said, <laughs> "Give me your house," you would probably give me your house. Yeah, I'd say so. But like, just give it a collar and a cute name like Spotter Rover, and it'll be a good boy, I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> All right, so we're now at everyone's favorite part of the show, maybe. I don't know. Where we rate the animal one out of 65 million for whatever reason we like. Ooh. Well, see, this is difficult for me because I really like this this animal, but I really want to rate it 42. Oh, yeah. No, that's a popular, popular mm. one. To right, right. Because it's like the ultimate rating. It's meaning it, of life. It's meaning universe. of life, universe, everything, which feels yeah. very appropriate when we're talking about all of Earth. History. Yeah, but then are you just going to rate every animal that you you get on the show 42 million then? I mean, I wasn't it could, before. It could be your thing. <laughs> it could be my thing. Guess what? I now have a bit. Okay. Every animal is 42 million. Cool. Or it could be 4.2 million or 420 million. <laughs> oh, you know, I'll, we're sticking with the simple and then we'll get more complex. Yeah, because I'm totally fine with people breaking the rating scale for comedic purposes. Perfect. Yeah, so 65 million is not the maximum at all. <laughs> oh, well, in that case. <laughs> Infinity million. <laughs> this, I'm, I'm going beyond your rating scale. This is a uh, seven out of eight good boy. Oh, okay. Seven out of sixty-five million. It's seven out of eight. Good boy. Yep. Okay, got it. <laughs> Easy to remember. Totally. I'm gonna probably grade it like a forty-five million. I think. Mm, okay. Good. It's, it's good. pretty. It's pretty good. I like it. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Right. Um, right. All right. Well, that's it for this week. If you want to get a hold of the show, you can contact me at Matthew Dolan Creator. Uh, wait, is it at? Was it at Matt D at MatthewDolanCreator dot com? That's the email. Uh, you mm. can find me on social media at Matthew Dolan Creator on Facebook, at Matthew Dolan sixty four on Twitter, and Matthew Dolan sixty four on Instagram. You can contact me through that. I could relay messages to any of the co-hosts. Like, if you want to ask Laura, I don't know, what theaters she she was cooped up in. <laughs> right, right. You want to know more. You want to just see pictures of dogs? I have so many pictures of dogs oh, on my yeah, social Oh, yeah, there medias. you go. Oh, you might have you might have opened the floodgates. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Ask me for pictures of dogs, and I will just right. destroy your phone. If you're interested in writing, I have a podcast called The Ritwit, where two twits talk about writing. You've been on an episode. Uh-huh. Yeah. That was pretty fun. Um, if you're interested in reading, I have a book series on Amazon called Megazoic, available for print and Kindle. Uh, dinosaur sci-fi, dinosaurs with laser guns, pew, pew, pew. <laughs> dinosaurs in the future. Ooh. Ooh. Actually, it's it's uh, still in the past, but it's like it's in the future. In the past. It's like Star Wars. You know, it's like it's a long time ago, but it's in, it looks like it's in the future. But you also get to have all the fun stuff of people with lasers. Yeah. And dinosaurs. Yeah, exactly. What yeah. more could you want out of a book? I don't know. I, I don't think there's anything anyone could ever possibly want out of a book. I actually found out that my uh, my uncle's grandson just finished reading all the books out of nowhere. Hey. I'm like, how did you know? How did you read? Whoa, that's so cool. He that's loved amazing. them. That's amazing. Yeah, he's like 12, too, so he's the perfect ra- age Ooh. range for it. So Yeah, and I mean, everybody knows if there's anything 12-year-olds love, it's 
dinosaurs with freaking laser beams. Yes, indeed. All right, well, that's it for this week. And as we say at the end of every episode of Paleo Bites, ruff, 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 I don't know why I'm going with this. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.